Welcome to our podcast, Today is Weird. We are your hosts, Rhea and Alex. Two friends living in the mountains of Asheville, North Carolina, talking about how intuition operates and when things get weird. Weird. Okay, hi everyone. Um, Hello. (laughs) Alex and I are here uh, speaking remotely, distantly, um, each from our homes, and I believe we each have a dog in the room just for uh, (laughs) reference. Um, And we're going to talk today about guides, i.e. spirit guides, or kind of what that even means. So, Alex... What, what is a spirit guide to you? What does that kind of mean in general in your mind? And also, what does it mean to you personally? Yeah, so guides are something that people will ask me about in readings. Um, and it's something, too, that's basically a part of your team. So the way that I like to think of it is... They like to work with you and not for you. I think this is a big thing where people are like, okay, I'm listening to the guides. I'm listening to the breadcrumbs. I'm, I'm aware. I'm here. I'm here. Are they going to help me? And it's kind of like, okay, well, what relationship have we developed with our guides? Like what conversations have we developed so that the channel is clear? It's similar to a friendship. When you're first getting to know someone, you're like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> well, Maybe not that, but (laughs) you're asking different questions about them and you're getting to know them. And so one of the main things I'll tell people is to um, get to know their guides. Uh, And one way you can do this is meditate on them, think about them, um, have them be like, what are they? Yeah, so your guides basically have a blueprint on the other side. So you can think of a blueprint of a house. So, uh, architect or uh, um, contractor has a blueprint of a house before it's made and they know where the bedrooms are going to go they have a purpose for it and they're like oh let's put a bathroom here uh then they can share this bathroom it's three bedroom two bath and this will make sense to these things that are going on and it's kind of like our guides have this blueprint but they work with our higher self so this is in the observation lens so they don't have attachment to material things and i don't mean material like money clothing things like that they just don't have uh the type of like judgment we have in this world and judgment i mean there is more so like our ability to understand like okay this is a chair and now I'm going to sit down and like we have the ability to discern the material world whereas there's less attachment to it on the other side so they have this blueprint but we are building our house (laughs) on this side right and so every once in a while we have to be like oh I need to get back to that blueprint I need to get back to that um there's been a lot of conversation from my guides recently actually about the word inception um not the movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) uh (laughs) but Kind of, in the sense that it's still inception, uh, but the inception point or the beginning point of things where it's kind of like the spark of when you were born. It's the inception of, you know, when someone becomes pregnant, like it's similar to that as well. So guides typically have this blueprint of ours um, that that they work with, but it's like, they don't know what color tile to put in your kitchen, you know, (laughs) like they only know the kitchen is located here. And so then when you start to remodel and you start to do things differently, it's kind of like they, um, you have to ask them to work with you. Like they, they work with you without 
necessarily you asking them, but they love to work in relationship with you. That's really where they thrive. And you can have ancestors. Um, like I have a great grandmother, actually a great, great grandmother who I worked with, um, for a long time. Um, you know, and her name was Florence. And so I would just see tons of things related to Florence. I was once talking about something with her and a connection she made. And I literally then drove through Florence, Kentucky, <laughs> and then also had a conversation about her and drove through Florence, South Carolina. <laughs> so it's interesting because um, she showed up for me around protection because I was stepping into my psychic gifts and was really scared, um, and showed me like, I'll protect you. You've got this. And at that time I really needed that moment. And I felt like I got to know her on a different level. Um, because I of course never knew her in the physical in this right. life. Okay. So what you're saying kind of resonates with how I approach them in that they seem to be these, you know, spirits, um, you could say, or just uh, energies that are kind of operating either on the other side or just in some way that are aiding you in your life, um, that are either like crossed over loved ones or, um, you could, I mean, I've even called upon the energy of a person that is still living, uh, and I don't know when it starts crossing over into guides. I think that's, what's interesting. And I'm curious, your perspective on what that delineation is. Um, I know when I was born, my mom was working with certain guides that she perceived to be um, more like angel figures that were looking over me and watching, you know, watching over, helping me and whatever I needed in my health and whatnot. And she could kind of touch in with them in meditation or in um, some sort of energetic way in order to watch over me and protect me. Uh, and when I got older, I realized that I kind of inherited those guides that she had for me that weren't actually mine. And so I had to start sorting through what mine were. And um, in my experience, they've changed over time. I get new ones every now and then. Um, I also have animals that I really work with that I feel like are very much my guides and kind of help me um, in certain situations. So I'm curious because I know that you use them in your work quite a bit and that you call them in in the beginning of your session. So I want you to speak a little on that, but I also just am curious how you would describe like what they actually are. Are they spirits? Are they masters? Are they, you know, do you think that they're people that have reached that karmic enlightenment and then no longer have to be in a physical form? Um, Kind of what your perspective is on that. Okay. Yes. All you just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the first thing. Animals, angels, all of that can be connected, uh, especially if I have a client who shapeshifts themselves, which is a whole podcast, uh, <laughs> where basically because I'm an empath, I become that animal with them. Uh, again, whole other rabbit hole. During a session, so you mean? During a session, yeah. So basically, I'll say bringing in your higher self, my higher self, any guides, ancestors, past loved ones, and angels that want to come forward. Mm-hmm. Only high is good for this reading. And I run something called a spiral of protection, which um, works better for me than drawing a cord or energetically connecting because then what is displayed in is highest good and it protects us from anything else coming in. Um, you know, we keep that spiral going throughout the whole session. And that way too, we extinguish the candle, we extinguish the spiral at the end and we're able to disconnect in a really, really clean and clear way. And that's how 
how it works for me as a reader. So it's interesting too, because you mentioned like angels, one of the, the language you used around it was like helping, which is, which is lovely angels. You can call on archangels, you can call on angels, but they are really there in more of a helping capacity. That's why people say like, I was saved by an angel, a guardian angel, because they have a little bit more of a sense of urgency to them. Mm. Um, and then the way I describe it, this is where I get to talk about my fun dream. (laughs) So a few years ago, actually, this was probably only about a year and a half ago. Um, I was, had this amazing dream where I dreamed of a prince, which was like after he had passed. And so I was like, heck yeah. Um, and so he came to me in this dream and told me he like was showing us how to play instruments in order to play his song. And then I was like, look, look, look. I know we're in a dream. I know you've passed. How are you visiting me? Like, I, I'm not a, like, it's not that I'm not a huge fan. I've seen him live, but I'm not like a diehard fan. And I was like, why, why are you visiting me? And he was like, I can show you, I can show you how I'm visiting you and how I'm visiting lots of people. And I was like, perfect. And so he turned himself into glass and broke himself into thousands, if not millions of pieces. And then his spirit self handed me a piece of the glass and was like this this is how, and my whole system was filled up with this sense of his essence, which was like enough for sure. I mean, I woke up like, Oh my God, I'm say <laughs> friends. <laughs> uh, I was like pretty jazzed, uh, pun intended there, I guess. Um, so, you know, I think of this when I think of archangels, so people will be like, well, how is Archangel Michael visiting you in this reading? Or how is Jesus visiting you in this reading? And also in this person's prayer or in another reading or mm-hmm. in this other Reiki session, like, and that's how I describe it. It's like, you're getting like a refracted light piece you're getting a fraction you're getting a a a small piece that has all of the essence of the energy like Rumi got this right right he says like you are not just a drop in the ocean you're the ocean in a drop like it's the same concept of that where it's very much connected to um this 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 piece of things that you know this is where like I get kind of, I will even say sad as a medium where I'm like, can you imagine if you were running a race for the Olympics and you did it all on your own, you trained on your own, you made your own shoes, you made your own clothing, you made, made your own top clock to time yourself. You did everything. You even like plowed a street to, to, to make a place where you could run. Like literally you did everything yourself rather than relying on a team or relying on an expert or listening to advice. Uh, it's kind of like that. Like you probably wouldn't run your best race and it's not that your guides are like trying to make you run your best race, but they are working with you around lessons. And these are major lessons of possibly like sometimes life and death, sometimes rejuvenation, sometimes inception points. Like it's all, they're not just there for these bigger events. I mean, we're experiencing a pandemic right now. So of course there's a lot of big picture things happening, um, where, possibly people are starting to think about this more. They're like, I'm going to think about my guides a little bit more. And then I'll hear, I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, okay, well, what did you say? Did you sit down for coffee with your guide and then just say, hi, you know, if you've ever been on a date with someone and they're like, hi, and they just sit there, what is it? It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. And then what do you do? You don't go on a date with them again. Right. (laughs) Like you have to have, 
kind of like open up this two-way street. And so meditation, readings, of course, are great. But, you know, readings are really good for that reflection of validation that exists. Like they're already there. And so then it's like, um, like an example of this I love is, and she's one of my friends too. So sharing just like, you know, before we became friends, because I became friends with her from doing readings with her, I sat down and of course I have my eyes closed when I do readings because I am visual. And I just was like, so tell me about these aliens. And, you know, I'm just saying this to a person I don't even know. Right. You know, like, which, and she just laughed and she's like, which ones? <laughs> and she just like, like connects with extraterrestrial beings. And like, that is, you know, and, and like someone could be listening to this podcast and be like, what the actual, like what? And it's like, other beings are available to us, right? It's kind of like, um, you know, like people will talk about, we've talked about this, the thinning of the veil, anything like that. Your guides are, are simply there. And like so many readings, I get guides that are like, Oh my gosh, thank you. Jesus. I have been (laughs) trying to communicate to this person, you know, like, uh, and so there's like a relief, like, okay, now we can start to work together. And like, I am like a psych- professional psychic medium. And there are times where I'll be leaving the house and I'll be like, why did they tell me to think about this chair? And I like get to work and I'm like, oh, because my laptop was sitting in it and I need my laptop for work today. But I didn't listen to the little nod, you right. know, like, I didn't listen to the vision that they gave me. And this is every day, every day. They're sitting and they're being with us. I mean, maybe they're doing other things on the other side, like ancestors that are that are guides for a little while. They will work with us on a certain lesson, and then they're like, you're good to go, right? And yeah. then you can be like, okay, I'm working with this different guide. Like, when I was starting to learn astrology, this, this really sweet, like, um, you know, like in the 90s, there was that commercial with the guy with the glasses, and then he had the suit on with all the money on it. I don't even know what the commercial is for. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. I think so. So he had, like, all these question marks on his suit. like, bright green. He, like, was, like, it was a loud commercial. And he was just, like, something, I, I'm assuming, about money. And, like, this guide has, like, all the the planets and everything. He wears this suit. And it's, a I will say, self-identifying, like, in the, in the masculine. And he wears this suit. And it, like, lights up with the different planets. And I'm, like, okay, give me the energy of Saturn. And he just channels it in and I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. And then I can go and I can read about it and I can be like, oh, okay, this makes sense to what I channeled, you know? And so it's kind of like, it all works together. It's never just one thing. It's never mutually exclusive. You can test your guides. Right. They'll show up for you. (laughs) You just may have to be specific. Um, I'm a big fan of asking them to be specific because when you're in the energy of your ethers, it is helpful to be specific so that they can reflect back to you in the material world. Um, But again, they're not material beings. So it's kind of like um, you connecting to spirit. It's like, sometimes it's like vague and it's like, did that really happen? Or did I really hear that? Or did my ear really ring because of that? Like we have all these questions where it's not that your guides don't know how to work in the material, but especially a guide who maybe has never incarnated as a human, they may not even know what it's like to have skin Mm. right Mm -hmm. and so they're working in just a different frequency and sometimes they're just waiting for you to connect into their frequency 
Um, I have a guide that I work with around connections and like, uh, if you've seen the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that movie that's out where she's like plugging different things in and she has the headset and she's like, hello, da da da, wherever she is. You oh, know? right. The I old school telephone operators. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I mean, of course I didn't live during that time, but like I, it's very much that where I'm like, I'm feeling disconnected. Can I connect into this, this and this? And like, I work with a guide who's like, sure. Got it. Doop, doop. <laughs> It just connects me in. I'm like, thanks, operator. <laughs> totally. I, so yeah. just hearing what you're saying and kind of bringing in some of my perspective, it is interesting. I mean, I know that you've helped me with some of my guides because I started opening up to them, and it was essentially just opening up to the different voices that were in my head and trying yeah. to sort through them. But sometimes it's difficult, you know, sometimes their voices would change or it was a lot of me trying to open to listen. But sometimes, you know, when I would first listen, they would say something scary or, you know, and I would be like, wait, what? And then the more that I would really try to open up, they were like, no, that was your fear making a sound that way. But this is what we're actually trying to say to you. Or, you know, some of them were, you know, entities that had attached to me or some of them were like my ego speaking as opposed to a guide. And so that, that was a very interesting process, and I remember in one of the readings with you, you suggested, um, and I think it was an intuitive hit, to use colors to kind of delineate them. So that is one thing I do want to kind of talk about in that in opening up to them, it kind of can be a confusing process. You're not really sure who you're talking to, and the more, in my experience, that you can really tune into the different energies of, you know, Put them in some certain clothing. Try to ask their name or make up a name for them. And the more like you're talking about these really interesting characters that are kind of operate, they're showing you a visual of the energy that they kind of represent. The more that you can kind of tap into that for each separate one, it really helps to separate them. Um, yeah. The other thing I will say that I've learned through experience is kind of resonating with what you're saying. They're not physical beings in that they don't operate in the time structure we do. Time does not, time is not a thing to them. (laughs) They kind of understand it, obviously, but they can't tell you like it'll happen in three months because they don't speak time language. Um, In my personal experience, it's been very much the language of like soon or, you know, and then I try to clarify and ask what do I need to do before that happens. So it's kind of trying to parse through the timing as opposed to asking them, you know, in how many days will this happen? Um, but I also really believe and I've always been taught that they can't help you until you ask. And that is, that is a huge thing. And just starting to ask, starting to be curious. And it's a lot of what we've already talked about in different episodes, but just this curiosity of trying, of just trying to tune into the energies, um, open up to them, see what they're trying to tell you. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know what the difference is between a tool and a guide, Right. I mean, I can kind of sense it for myself. There's certain figures that come in in very specific moments and feel like kind of this teacher guide presence, whereas opposed to there's other um, kind of presences or, or spirits or these animals that kind of serve a tool or a purpose for me. So it's a, I'm, I'm curious what you're like, when does it cross over into being a guide? Like when is your grandmother a guide versus you're just calling upon your grandma or does it even matter? Yeah. I mean, I think the energy is where they connect in terms of like, I will say frequency. Mm -hmm. So, 
You know, one thing I wrote down while you were talking is like physical Trump spirit. And in the sense that like you can say, hey, I want to work with you. I want you to give me like I'll hear from people who are intuitive, who are overwhelmed. Let's say this is just an example. And we work with like, okay, ask your guides to like take it from an 11 to a three. Like you can ask them to lower the volume if it's too much right now for you. If you're dealing with emotional realms or physical realms or mental realms in your system, right? Because spirit can can pervade all of those things, right? We think of our thoughts in tarot. It's the metal. It's the ethers, right? And we're able to be kind of like that's where that like translucence happens and like is that the right translucent? <laughs> and and we can think of like time existing in a different plane with that as well. Because time is an illusion in general, right? We think yeah. of just like you and I could be talking for 20 minutes here. And I think it's been two hours because I'm just in that zone. And you're like, whoa, that was five minutes. And then we both look and we're like, actually, it was 20. You know, like there's like almost sometimes confusion around around time. It's why we structure it. Um, so, and the other thing I wrote down that you were talking about that was like the experience of it. So a lot of times I'll say like, be open to the experience. Like what, what's the harm in being like, I'm going to talk to my guides for the next 30 days, especially again, if you're, if you're doing the stay at home quarantining right now and you are like, okay, I have some time, some literal time on my hands, right? What mm-hmm. if I meditated on a certain guide or I meditated on a tarot card, right? You can meditate on a card and say like, all right, talk to me card. Okay. Talk to me, magician archetype. What do you have to say? Mm. And then you can write it down. You know, it's like, um, and then I loved the other word that you said here too, which was like curious, like being in that curiosity because you know, this is what I love about, like, at the beginning of a reading, if you've gotten one from me before, I say I'm not the type of psychic who will tell you when, meaning six months, it's going to happen in 10 days, because I do believe spirit does, which I don't, it's not even my belief, it's just this concept, right, of spirit has a different concept of time. It's why in a reading, mediums will speed up what they say. Or they go into this different headspace. It's not even like a headspace, but I'll use that term. <laughs> this different space. Um, because we are matching the frequency of spirit, which is faster. They're so much faster. And, and like, I joke around. Sometimes spirits, like, all ask about timing. And they straight up laugh at me. Like, if I get the question <laughs> about love, when's it going to happen? I'm like, okay, so, like, when's this going to happen? What's this going to be? We go into the energy of that potential partnership of the potential partner and then I'm like okay do more of that and then they're like well when like half the time I would even say more than half their guides straight up laugh and so what happens I start laughing because I'm like okay well (laughs) uh you know like because it is a psychic reading (laughs) so we do have a reputation for seeing the future right but (laughs) it, it, it is very much around like like sometimes I'll see like the leaves on a tree and I'm like, okay, it's late fall. That's happened in a reading where I'm like, the leaves on the trees look like late fall. Yes. Like I try to anchor it, but it just doesn't always happen that way. Right. And so then it's like our mental brain tries to make it linear and they're like, oh my God, perfect. Late fall. I'm going to go out to all the bars mm-hmm. and try to meet my partner. I'm going to put it out there. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's much more about like, 
tap into his or her or their energy and then say, okay, I'm going to match that frequency. Cause that's all it is, is you're matching a frequency of your guides. You're matching a frequency of your, of your loved one. I mean, and this goes into all my concept of like, you know, be your own twin, twin flame, right? Like you don't have to, it's simply a frequency that you're connecting to with this person. It's not necessarily like, is this my soulmate? Like it's much more around like, are we vibing on the same level? You know, like, and it's not, the word level doesn't even work there. It's like, are we vibing? Like, are we, are we in the same frequency around this? Do we have these lessons to learn? And that's how you can think of like what I I will quote as spiritual compatibility. Um, Do we have similar lessons to learn? And then, you know, like, sure, call it a soulmate. (laughs) Right. You know, like, sure, call call it that. Give it that title. But spirit is like, okay, sure. And there's like all these books, like how to find your soulmate. And spirit, I think, just laughs at that. They're like, okay, call it what you, whatever the F you want to call it. But, (laughs) you know, sure. Sure, human. <laughs> what I hear you saying is that you, and what I resonate with is you have to ask the right questions. And I yes. think it's not necessarily like, hey, when will I meet a man or who is my man? It's more, what can I do to get closer to that relationship? Um, you know, and yeah, sometimes it's anchoring in. So if they're not going to give you a month around a time, like ask what you're going to look like or where you're going to be in your life when you do meet the person in using that metaphor. Um, it also just sounds like it doesn't matter, uh, if it's a, you know, when it becomes a guide versus a tool, it's really just calling upon these different energies and using these different resources, some of which, um, are funny characters. And I also have a couple that like do kind of feel more of, um, you know, again, lack of a better term, an angel vibe that kind of speak to me in this, you know, they call me darling or, or like dear one, or you know, they kind of use this interesting speech that's very much like an old wise person. Um, it really just doesn't matter as long as they're, they're serving some sort of purpose. And also something that you said earlier that I want to mark is that you can say, hey, you're not helping me. I don't want to work with you anymore. I need something else. Um, so you can kind of say, hey, I need a different one. You can kind of say no to them. Uh, in my experience, like with the ones that my mom gave me, I was like, look, these don't speak to me. This is from when I was a child. These are not who I'm going to work with. You know, if they serve my mom to have them kind of around, okay, but at this time, not helping. Um, another thing yes. I will say is that I've been told many times and I've experienced many times is that... I don't want to say that they trick you, but sometimes the information, just like with any of these readings of intuitives, you receive the information you need to hear right now. So sometimes they will say something to you that will catalyze the biggest growth for you right now, but may not be the truth in all truth when it comes down to it. Um, And that's something that's kind of interesting and difficult to explain, but you know, I, I don't know, I don't even really have an example, but it's this idea that they're telling you what you need to know now. It's the reflection of what will bring the most growth for you. And of course, there's free will involved. Like, say you met somebody and they told you that that was the person that you were going to spend the rest of your life with. And by knowing that or by feeling that, you threw yourself into the relationship in a way that you learned so much more that you would not have learned if you had held yourself back. 
And so that was what brought you through to where you needed to be into now. And at the end of the day, you weren't with that person um, for the rest of your life. But at that moment, you kind of needed to know that and believe that in order to get to where you needed to be. Does that make sense? Beautiful. Yes, 100%. Um, And I think, as you were saying, this too, two things that came to mind, which is the wise counsel, which we can talk about for people. And also, like, as you started to say it, not to, like, give me, like, give us, like, psychic fist pumps to each other since we're not in the same room, but I started to write down the word truth as you started to talk to to it, you know, about it, which is this idea of our central truth Mm. and like connecting into the essence of truth for each of us. You know, they, these, these beings are committed to what we came on earth to learn. And so sometimes it's like, oh, my guides are so, you know, like an example for myself would be, I was mad at my guides. I was mad at my you know, like my kind of like, I'll say even like higher counsel because, you know, I, I just got married at age 37 and I was like, where the F is this guy? <laughs> like, yeah. this is taking way too long. I would be like, give me signs and symbols. And I'd go on a date and I'd be like, okay, I got a sign or a symbol. And then I'd be like, but this definitely doesn't feel like the guy. And I'd always get the message. It's because you're on the right path. It's because you're getting closer. And mm. I feel like I'd get closer and closer to where when I did meet Tom, it was like calm. It wasn't like fireworks, which for some people it feels that way. It wasn't like, Ooh, this is him. This is amazing. It was like my first thought. Cause I always have a first thought with dates was there he is. Mm. I like walked into this restaurant to meet him, which by the way, he suggested a restaurant I hate. So I was like, Oh, I walked into this restaurant and I'm just like, there he is. And then it's funny because we not at this point, but have gone to therapy like many times, you know, and as I've talked about, not on this podcast, but to friends, they know we got married a year to the date of our first date. And we, you know, like there's definitely some, you know, I think therapy is super therapeutic and helpful. And so in one therapy session, my therapist was talking about like that point of inception in our relationship and it turns out his first thought was, there she is. So it's kind of, <laughs> kind of cute. <laughs> so, There's hope know, for like, the rest and, of and us, it's not everyone. Like it's like, and we lived happily ever after, right? Like now our guides are working more intricately together to talk about our relationship. Now we're in a new phase of life that has like such a different, different vibe and relationship to it. So, you know, we're able to understand and see the truths in each other. And that also is kind of like our guides are like teaming up now. They're like, Oh yeah, let's do this. (laughs) You know? And I, I mean, I don't really feel like it's been our hardest year, but sometimes people joke around the first year of marriage is the hardest. And I'm like, I think it's because your guides are like, all right, they ready to learn this, this stuff. <laughs> Here we go. They signed it. Government involved. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's interesting because it goes back to this space of like truth. Are, are the people in your life holding you to your, to your higher truths? And if they're not, you can work with your guides. I mean, you could, have some friend breakups from that you can have some relationship Mm -hmm. breakups from that some distancing from family from that but it is this connection to yourself that that could possibly even allow you to not be as attached so that you could come full circle in relationships um and then be kind of uh, uh, closer from that so 
you know, and again, I, I say the word relationship a lot, but that's how we're meant to work with them is in relationship. And they can be quite magical. You know, I've seen guides in all kinds of forms for people, you know, like just all kinds of forms. And, and so, you know, it, it's, it's cool because it's like, okay, well, you've got this guy, uh, he's a guide and he kind of looks like this, like, uh, you know, character from this cartoon. And they're like, oh yeah, Bobby. And I'm like, okay, yeah. You know, like, totally. it's just like, and they can, you know, I'm like, this is a playful guide. He's meant to remember your, like, kind of that inner child, childlike space. And they're like, oh, of course. Yeah. Whenever I feel him, I'm in a playful place. And I'm like, perfect. You're already doing it, <laughs> you know, is what, what I'll say. I'm simply reflecting it back in a reading, but, you know, and, and I think the wise council is like a whole other freaking podcast too but you know this is this idea too that you can go into that wise counsel place and like ask the big questions um or even some small questions of the person's life um so Mm. that that made me think of all that too well and it's interesting because I I do want to say a few things first of all yes readings are incredible in exploring what these are and having some reflection and some um, someone else to kind of help you connect to them. Uh, you are very talented at that. I know in my personal experience with the Akashic Records, there's um, there's almost like a guide that kind of guards the records for everyone. But then mm-hmm. a lot of times different guides will come up. Uh, that, and essentially in my um, kind of the way that I look at it, my perspective, all of that information I'm getting when I'm in the Akashic Records or after I give Reiki to someone and I kind of get all of this intuitive information, I really feel it's your guides or yourself kind of communicating things to me because they're not coming through to you directly. So I'm using, I'm just like a conduit for that information to be reflected back. And so, yeah, somebody that can work with your guides can help you introduce, um, be introduced to them and start working with them. Further than that, I just wanted to say I have um, connect. I feel like myself. There's so many different aspects of myself that are definitely tools that we can go on go into in the tool episode. But um, they, I feel like, are my guides as well. Like my shadow is a huge guide for me and something that I check in with a lot in trying to show the true truth and the reality of the situation. I turn to her quite a bit. My ego is also a guide in a way that I can check in with myself and say, is this my ego? Is this my higher self? Like, where is this coming from? Right. And kind of a resource in that guiding way of checking in with something, some sort of energy that is of me, but isn't me kind of, um, thing like mystery. Uh, the other thing I would say is that I've called on other people's guides before. So in meditation, if you can try to tap into somebody's energy and kind of call upon that energy, say you're looking for a romantic partner, you can kind of tune into that, like ask for that person's energy, try to tune into that. But sometimes I would get blocked, like, no, you can't have access to that right now. Um, And I say, okay, can I talk to their guides? Like, do their guides have some information for me? So you can also talk to other people's guides, and they can kind of help you um, get some information on situations or help you feel into things. And um, I don't know, that's been a huge uh, resource for me, especially when I'm getting confused or, you know, maybe I had a fight with my dad and I tap into my dad's energy and he's like, hell no, I'm mad at you. So then I can say, okay, can I talk to your guides and just say, what can I do to help this situation right now? You know, any any sort of just getting more insight. Um, I don't know if you resonate with that. 
Yeah, I mean, and I think this does go into, like, thinking about tools, resources. It's a resource, you know, like, and that's what I love about it is it's kind of like, you know, in that moment with that argument, you're like, okay, I'm going to resource, you know, and, like, how beautiful it is when we are able to understand that, you know, the... The thing I say, too, is, like, our well is always right next to us, right? Our well of information is always right next to us, right? Um, and then there are times in our life when we stray from it. And then in a reading or in general, someone's meditating on it, and they're like, man, I've got to go. I've got to hike up this mountain because I left I left this sense of self. I left this truth. I left this well. And, like, they go back, and what happens when you find your well is you're able to drink from it. You're able to resource. You're able to stay, like, be hydrated, right? Like, stay in that space um, of health and, you know, vitality. And and so it's cool because it's, it's simply, like, let's say you didn't have that resource and you went to your dad and the argument got worse. Yeah. You know, like, it's like you're tapping into different parts of things. Um, and the other thing that you said that brought this up, too, is, like, the idea of contrast you know so um that's really where you can check in and 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 check in with your guides and be like do I have a contract with this person do I have a contract with this lesson you know or this part of you know my life it's contracts are more so with people but it's like it's like okay you know in, in life we have this reflection right of course we sign contracts we sign things right we sign a lease for a year and we have to pay a certain penalty if we don't stay in that contract this is how we view contracts in the material world in spirit it can be i signed a contract to learn you know about let's say something super duper simple i signed a contract to be more connected to my intuition in this life then spirit is going to present to you lessons for that and that could look like seeing things when you're a kid that could look like things that feel scary that could look like people telling you uh, growing up in a super religious home you see that you know you could think of like uh Teresa Caputo I don't think she grew up in a super religious home but I believe she's Catholic John Edwards like they're not the politician uh (laughs) like you know like they're both from Long Island too which is just interesting but it's like this idea of like typically they're they're probably you know, raised in an environment that either shamed it or denied it or said, no, spirit doesn't exist in this form. And so it was up to that person because they were given the contrast of it to seek out the truth for themselves. And what can look like seeking out truth can look like the tower card. It can look like shit falling apart, right? In the world, it can look like a pandemic, (laughs) right? Like, there are ways to seek out the truth. Um, we just also like, I think as humans, sometimes I'll say like, you know, I love this lesson and I hear you, but like, I also would love a little bit of ease around this lesson. This is, this has been challenging for me. Mm. And the guides are like, okay, well, how about we give you some energy or how about we give you, you know, like a little bit of break where you have a few days off, something like that. Um, you know, I never, I never look at when things are canceled in life as like this, like, oh shit, they were canceled. It's more so like, ha, interesting. I needed that time and space. Thank you. I just say thank you to my guides constantly. Yes. Please be grateful for them. Yeah. (laughs) Especially how I treated them in my teens and twenties. Oh God. (laughs) But what I hear you. Oops, sorry guys. What I hear you saying is talking about these ideas of contracts and that that is also a tool that we can kind of use in asking the guides 
Because a contract, you know, one way to describe it is that your soul, your spirit signs up for certain things with certain people in this lifetime as certain lessons you're going to learn. And then you have free will to decide how you learn them um, and kind of what you do with the struggle and the tension, right? But everything is here to be a teacher. And that is a great way to connect with your guides is saying, what am I learning from this? What are you trying to show me right now? Um, it's a great way to connect with them and also for them to start helping you with what's going on in your physical reality. And so, you know, using the term contract or just, uh, thinking about it from a different space. And again, all these terms are just language and a lot of the language is kind of what's been used in the past or is kind of pervasive in a knowledge, um, of these kind of concepts, but you can decide what they are for yourself. If you don't believe in multiple lifetimes, that's fine. You can, you know, you can, tune into whatever it is for you. Some of the guides, yeah, they might be aliens, they might be cartoon characters, they might be animals, whatever really works for you. Um, but yeah, everything is a teacher. And so really just figuring out, they're just they're just here to help you and it's an energy on another side that you can kind of tune into and ask for help from. So one question that I've thought of in, in kind of how this has developed is the difference of when they show up or do you have to call on them? So in my understanding, you know, there are moments where people can physically see them or sense them in like trauma moments um, or, uh, you know, kind of intense moments, but or just really peaceful ones. But for the most part, for me, I've kind of created a practice in calling upon them. So when I'm in a moment that I, that I do need a tool, I feel like I need some more support, I call upon them or I, I touch in with them at night before I go to sleep. Um, but I'm curious, in your opinion and kind of your experience, that difference of kind of how they're around. Like when they show up, is it, is it kind of of their own accord? Do you have to ask them all the time? Like how does that work? Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think, in my opinion, um, they are always around. Uh, They are always working with us. Um, You know, when I, before I was, like, fully, like, stepping into my gifts, fully in this, like, I would wake up and I would feel like a being holding my foot at night. And I'd be like, okay, something is working on me. Like, (laughs) You know, and to me, this can be otherworldly beings. It can also be a guide, something like that. I love this, too, because I don't know what tomato was barking at. But as you were saying, like, call out, tomato started barking at something. (laughs) And so it's like the literal translation of like, oh, yep, call out. (laughs) Right. You know, I think that they can be what you want them to be as well. Like, they're your guides. They're you, you know, in that in that way. They're working with your higher self really intricately, which, again, is you. And I love this, too, because if you are really frustrated in a situation and it's giving you, you're getting a ton of physical world reflections on it, a really great way to resource is be like, okay, I need to step out of my outside of myself right now. I need to observe myself in this way best way to clearly communicate and clearly get into that space is be like hey higher self what do you have to say Mm -hmm. what guide are you working with like you can you can find this really really like easy through line to that as well like or you know like tell me give me signs that this is in service to my higher good um because this is where we get into that concept where the sentence i just said where people are like oh spiritual bypassing and i'm like well 
this is very much that you are looking at all the elements in your life and then you're spiritually resourcing. You know, I think that that is just such a distinct, there's such a, a beautifully distinct difference there that you're speaking to around like their purpose. What are they here for? You know, like, um, it's, it's like, again, they're always available. It's just a matter of like, okay, do you want them to help you paint this picture? Or do you want them to help you drive this way? Do you want them to help you call in uh, a human uh, a person for you? Um, so, you know, it, it's just a matter of like, really understanding how you want to utilize them. Or asking um, them how they can best be utilized. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what do yeah. I need right now, and how can I call in things that will help me? Yeah, I mean, and that's where we get into this beautiful concept of free will. Right. You know, where we can choose, like, okay, all the breadcrumbs are out. Do I want to choose this? And sometimes it's like, nope. Yep. You know, and your guides aren't like, no, we set all this up for you. <laughs> oh, they're like, next. <laughs> I mean, incredibly patient. They're just like, next. What's yeah. our next thing? You know, just not attached because, you know, they don't live in a physical world. The physical world is that reflection. We simply are are on earth to receive a reflection um, of feedback that is very different from when we when we cross over and when we decide to, you know, leave this life. Hmm. Oh, whole another rabbit hole. <laughs> I feel like we just open rabbit holes. I know every time podcast rabbit hole, rabbit hole. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I think it is just giving yourself permission, whatever it looks like or feels like to you. And we also give you that permission. Um, I know Alex in her readings has seen tons of different, like you said, tons of different forms of guides. Um, you know, whoever it is, just whatever it is, just yeah. if it's helping you and. Yeah, just be kind of wary of what questions you're asking it, how you're actually utilizing them, um, and continue to just open and be curious. I, I'd say that's like my, you know, kind of synopsis of it. I've, yeah. I've been told my whole life, like my, my um, Reiki master is also that fairy godmother figure. I'm sure I've mentioned her. She's always saying, you do 10% and they do 90 and so it's so much of just this creating a relationship with it, like you said. In my own personal experience, my worrying, my mental, you know, hamster wheel was blocking them from being able to help me. And the, le- the, less, the more I lessened that and the more I started to just trust and ask for help, the more they could actually come in and help. Um, and so I would just urge for you to try to start opening up to that. And the more you open up to it, the more they can actually do things right and yeah I've had crazy experiences just like you were talking with the bag on the on the chair like I'll be like I don't know where this thing is and they're like okay and then they show me where it is or it's just these crazy things where they have this vision or understanding of all these intricacies that you can't even fathom and they help you in crazy different ways yeah even in the intuition piece that we've been talking about as a thread throughout this all like when I'm driving in a car and I get a sense that something's going to happen and then an accident happens a couple minutes later or whatnot, who knows? Is that coming from me? Is that a guide telling me that? I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> like sometimes I do. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be a guide. Sometimes it can be an angel, you know, and then you think like, 
do you have a contract with that car accident? Mm, you know, mm-hmm. like, is it meant to happen? You know, like, and I think of things like this when, you know, I recently had like a piece of a reflector go through my windshield. Right. <laughs> which I'm laughing now and hit the side of my um, car, the passenger side. And I just had a clear knowing I was like, Oh, I had an exit today, but I just didn't take it. But all day I had this really intense feeling. I was telling Tom, I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. I feel really weird. I feel really sad. I was getting visuals of my right arm right next to where it fell. Like I was like, can I do orthobionomy without my right arm? Just these random thoughts. And I just Mm. was like, what is going on? And so when it happened, it's like I was prepared in this different way. I was less traumatized. I will say that for sure. And then I was like, why did this happen? Give me the information. And they were like, you had an exit today. You just didn't take it. And I was like, cool, perfect. And I'm not saying everyone's going to respond in this way because I'm steeped in this information. But like to me, I just I told Tom, I was like, uh, I had an exit today, but I just didn't take it. Right. It's just the way, you know, like. And it can, it, 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 it's like, I can be casual about this because there are times when it wasn't casual for me, when it was looking into the void, when it was working in my guides with some like denser material in my life. And now there's a levity to it, but it, it it's not, it doesn't mean that's going to stay that way either. I'm sure I've got some lessons down the line that they're oh, going sure. to me. I mean, you know? sometimes guides tell you stuff you don't want to hear, but it's, what's the truth of what you're not facing. Um, and what I also hear you saying is that, and kind of how I'm making sense of it is intuition is kind of the vehicle, right. Or the platform and guides is one of the ways this information comes through. I mean, if you have clear audience, what are you hearing? You're hearing your guides, you're hearing other people's guides, you're hearing some, you know, so it's this interesting, they're a very big part of how intuition works and what it actually is. Um, and I think it just looks different for every person, just like with anything else. Beautiful. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. I guess we'll close out. Thank you for yeah. listening to us in our um, distance. We're, we're still working out how to do the distance um, kind of sound. So hopefully it has been sounding okay. And I don't know. Any last words, Alex? Now. I love what you said at the end. I thought that was great. Okay, cool. Well, I hope you're um, all hanging in there. And uh, I don't know. Let's actually, we didn't touch base in the beginning. How have you been, Alex? What's going on in your world? We can close out with that. No, I am am okay. (laughs) I am currently cuddling with Boo Basil, um, my, my dog that I was like, let's get another dog and I want them to be a cuddler. And he literally does not leave my side when I'm home, which is lovely. So he's cuddling with me now. He just let out a huge sigh. I doubt you heard it, but maybe the mic is uncoded. Uh, and my husband's home too today, although he's still technically working a little bit and I'm lucky I'm able to move my clients mostly I do a body work so I can't do that right now so I've had some income affected but um my uh readings have all gone remote um and I'm about to go take my plants from my office so that they don't die because my office space is actually basically closed for the month of April um Mm -hmm. but they offered it all to us basically they're waiving our rent 
which is um, I don't know my landlord. Um, I just know the office manager, and I think that's pretty rad. So um, I'm able to kind of, like, ease into some of this space and this stillness, and I know this is, like, affecting people differently, but that's kind of the space that that I'm in. Um, you know, I joke around, like, Tom has a pretty hectic work schedule, and right now he's, like, home at, like, 4 o'clock. <laughs> I have to look at the positives, right? He's home yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> so that's been um, helpful for sure. Uh, and lots of clear airways. When I tune in to do readings, it's just really clear right now. So really cool time. Mm. To, not You don't have to get a reading with me. I want to just say I'm not self-promoting here, but to get a reading. Uh, if there's a medium or a psychic you talk to, like, they'll work with you. I will work with people on money right now, like, for sure. And really always, if you have gotten a reading from me, you know that. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that that's important because um, I'm getting lots of downloads around people's roles, um, which we talked about in that last episode, um, as well as their vision for the future, because we really did just cross, like, we're in the age of Aquarius, like, things are available to us in a different way. So it's a new world. Yeah. <laughs> I can, How are you doing? Yeah, I can kind of relate. You know, I feel very grateful. I'm tucked away in the mountains. I think if I was in Asheville proper, my energy would be completely different just because I can feel everyone else's kind of um, feelings during this time, which are a mix of a lot of things. Um, but yeah. a lot of them and are I live out tough. in Swannanoa, so yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, not in those Asheville vibes, but well, sorry, we go both, ahead. Yeah, we both kind of need that protection in a way during times like this, but it is such a privilege. Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I've been, I'm still kind of having weird flow. I've just been getting so distracted. I can barely um, use my phone, really, and then there's other moments where I get spells of just falling into my phone, you know, where I can't crawl back out. Um, so just working on that and just, I don't know, I've been feeling a lot of just sending energy, vibes, thoughts to um, everyone else that maybe isn't as privileged as I am. I've been thinking mm -hmm. a lot about people that are pregnant right now, people that have babies at home that they like, you know, aren't used to that are also being financially affected. There's a lot going on that this is creating and I know you know, that I, I continually say that I'm in such a state of calm and it kind of has this beautiful forced rest, um, which something you said, you know, way about this time, but it also is not <laughs> that simple for a lot mm -hmm. of the world. And so I'm just starting to really feel the um, immensity of what's going on and, you know, kind of connecting to it, trying to think, and meditate on what's actually happening, but not only that, because it doesn't really matter, like, you know, what is actually uh, at play, it's more like, how can we help, what are we shifting, what do we do now, um, so I'm trying to think on more of that, and kind of sit with that, but a lot of, yeah, a lot of my time is spent just kind of doing things around the house, getting my garden ready, and just laying down, and trying to kind of move a lot of these thoughts and energies, and try to start being part of some sort of helpful solution as opposed to just sitting in whatever it is I don't know if that makes sense but it's kind of what I've been thinking on no it does I mean I mean you know me we're friends I go yeah. into deep information rabbit holes and I you know like it, it it's taken me into some dark places over the past few days it's taken me into like the why and what is and all of those things mm -hmm. and then like 
I go back out and I like, like we talked about last episode, I find my lane, I find my shoes and I'm like, this is where I'm meant to be. And it doesn't mean that other experiences are in, are invalid, you know, like I'm seeing that classroom for my clients in readings right now. So clearly Mm -hmm. where it's like, where is your work right now? Like you're, you know, and and like, uh, it's not that I don't love that word there, but like, where's your learning right now? Where is your classroom? Where is your, where is your truth right now? And and that's what we're meant to drop into in my opinion. Well, and there's some fears for me around how it could go because, you know, I realize schools and I think in North Carolina are closed through until May. May 15th, Um, yeah. And so it's kind of like, what's going to happen? Are we going to continue being this separated and our grocery store is going to still be open? And there are moments where I kind of get some of that fear waves or, you know, my father that is immunocompromised gets a little tweaky after we go to the grocery store you know there's certain things that it's still kind of around but for the most part it is pretty calm and I'm, I'm really trying to hold that space of calm and, and try to send that or give that out to other people and I think that's kind of where my lane is um, and I hope that it's helping you know that's all I can really do but we'll certainly see I think the more positive vibes that we send to it and give to it the better um, it kind of will turn out, you know, we, we make our own reality in a lot of ways. So just keep saying that the virus is going to be over soon and not that many people are going to die and (laughs) maybe it'll happen, you know? So, yeah. I mean, you know, I was talking to Tom about this and I was like, do you know how many people a day die on this earth? And he was like, no, I was like, neither do I. I was like, this is Mm -hmm. our conversation. Like Mm -hmm. we understand, like our conversation is like understanding death, rejuvenation, um, uh, or sorry, regeneration is the word I meant to use there. And so, you know, hi, Boo Basil. He's just staring at me in the face right now uh, as I say all this. And then, um, you know, oh, there's a little shake. <laughs> and, you know, I had a client slash friend send me the judgment card in Tarot, and I was like, yep, Gabriel's blowing his horn. Are you, are you resurrecting? Are you connecting into a new space for yourself? Um, and, you know, I say this, again, this is more on the spiritual side of the podcast, like sometimes that, like, death is our, our final form of healing. It's our final connection to, um, to, to healing, and I see this in readings time and time again. And so, it's like asking you on an individual level if this has not impacted you in the grief process and you have not lost a loved one connected to you closely. It's like, okay, how can I connect to the, the process of death now that it's being kind of shown to us in the world um, in the, on this like more massive, massive scale in the sense that we're aware of it? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we barely ever see that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so unless, again, it's someone who we're close to now, it's like, okay, you know, yesterday, you know, I know it was above 600 people dying. And, you know, I don't think I'm going to say this in a good Italian accent. So I'm going to just say Lombardi, (laughs) like that area of Italy. Like, it's like, you know, I I don't know those numbers. Um, And so it's kind of like I'm very aware of of things outside of myself when it comes to um people crossing over and so it takes a lot to hold space as a world for crossing over and so we can learn from again intero the death card the angel of death uh we can learn from holding this space as a collective to allow these souls to cross over 
um, in a beautiful way. And so it's tough to say that. Again, I want to honor the grief process for people who are losing people that are close to them or who are really feeling this on that grief level. And that's our emotional realm. That's where yeah. we cross over into this beautiful emotional realm that we're, we're intricately like related to. And maybe people are learning this lesson on an emotional level. And I've seen that in readings. We go to their heart space. We go to their body in a different way. And so they're feeling this on an emotional level. And that's a whole other different thing. And so it's kind of, you know, and again, this goes back into our Holy Wow podcast, but mm-hmm. it definitely has those that resonance to it. Yeah. And I know, you know, you and I have kind of speculated a little bit, like who is benefiting from this and kind of where does the dark side come in. But I, I really do feel that it's benefiting both in a way or there's an opportunity for both. And so it's just a really, in my opinion, to be blunt, like a matter of your choice. Like, are you going to choose the fear and that darkness or are you going to choose to kind of try to work with whatever's going on and allow it to happen and see how you can show up? And um, it's interesting. I did catch, like, I don't watch news at all anymore, but my parents do. And I was over there when Trump was speaking and, you know, I don't agree with um, (laughs) a lot of what he does, but he was in an interesting way. I was so moved by this idea that it's kind of this war that's affecting everyone and like all of humans um, in these different countries. We're all realizing that it's not us fighting each other. It's like us being you know, kind of overcoming this silent, this silent weapon, this silent enemy, you know, that's, that's, um, it, it was, I don't know, there's something about community coming together, people really being leveled and realizing we're all humans, we all are at risk for this thing, that it's bringing us together in a way that, um, is beautiful and can really create new relationships and foundations, hopefully for how community operates, how like politics operate, um, you know, where a lot of this money is going, like funding. So it, I don't know. It's interesting to see how it's shaking out. I can't wait to see what happens on the other side of it because I think that's going to be a whole lot more work. Like that's going to be a whole other thing. Yeah, most definitely. I have so many thoughts, but we'll see <laughs> <Yeah>. for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll leave you now. But uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk yeah, soon. Yeah, thank you. Okay, bye.